0: Welcome to bottom of the barrel. Uh, I want to welcome all the new subs we have today because like three thousand of you came over from the unsubscribed, Unsubscribe unsubscribed unsubscribe <laughs> podcast. Uh, we love Unsubscribe. those guys are the best. They're literally the salt of the earth. They're the they're they're they're, they're the, some of the finest human beings on God's dirty wet planet. And uh, and I just want to say thank you all for coming. So normally it would be. Me, Wes Barker, with my co-host, Chris Ramsey. But Chris is not here, and I am in Vancouver doing shows. So this isn't the normal set. So when you come back next week, you'll see us in our studio with me and Chris. But right now, it's just me in Vancouver on the road. Sorry for all the road pods. Chris actually isn't here because he's somewhere so exclusive. Less than 1,000 people have ever even been there. Not my story to tell. Come back next week, and he'll tell you all about it because uh, it is fucking insane. With that out of the way, welcome to Bottom of the Barrel. I'm Wes Barker. I have a guest host today. This man is one of my favorite comics. Okay, He's also uh, one of Doug Stanhope's favorite comics. Robin Williams is on record saying he thinks this guy is extremely funny and talented and we'll get to that later. Everybody, warm round of applause, big welcome, cheer, hoot, holler, crack a beer. It's Simon King.
1: Hello. Hey,
0: there he Thanks is. Thanks for having me. Whew, that was a long a intro. A dead man
1: likes me. That's yeah. <laughs>
0: right I, out of the gate. I was wondering why. I'm like, did Rob Williams like you or it's, did you, you just check put it. that? You no, can't, you can't
1: check it. Can't Abraham check Lincoln that. said real chuckle, real, real chuckle <laughs> bag.
0: <laughs> okay, no, tell everyone right now because they're going to wonder. And I want, I, yeah. and if, if you got to stay and watch this pod, everybody, because uh, mm-hmm. Simon is actually one of the greats. And you're going to find out all about it. So don't run away yet. Uh, no, you have to <laughs> Just at the side of my head They're like, I'm not watching no, this guy No, 100% <laughs> We had Kim Congdon on last week And everyone stayed the whole time He's yeah. Kim fucking Congdon yeah, yeah, You're yeah. not her No, fair enough right? I, I appreciate way, that. way uglier yep. So No, uh, you're not wrong Okay, actually, if you are going to leave here Go watch Simon's special on YouTube right now It's called As Good or Better Than mm-hmm. And over 100,000 views right now It's fucking yeah. killing it It's, it's such right. a good special uh, But tell us for real Did you ever meet Robin Williams?
1: Yep, quite a few times. Fuck yeah. How'd that te- happen? Uh, 2002. Uh, I'm from here in Vancouver. And uh, uh, well, I, I live here. And I've been here. I started comedy here uh, back in 2000. And in 2000. Uh, 2000- Oh, Sorry. oh, is this the end of seventh? <laughs> <laughs> That's an unboxing video I want to see.
0: <laughs> I just realized, I just realized I was missing something on the pod while you started uh, talking. Oh, there you go. So yeah, um, this is, this is from my, stole this from my hotel room. It's the ice bucket. Oh, nice. That's good. Just in case we wanted to have a drink. Oh, we like lovely. Drink this pod. Oh, there you go. That's lovely. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> some bourbon, there's some Irish whiskey. I want to hear this story. I will tell you the story. Cole, um, Cole, Cole's running the camera today. Cole, would you hi, like a, a bourbon?
1: I got there you go. Fucking 100. fantastic. Okay. Fuck yeah. So, uh, 2002, okay. I'm okay. doing a place around here called The Urban Well, which is where all the comics hung out. It was like a Tuesday night thing. And um, he's in town, Rum's in town filming uh, something called, uh, I think it was Am- Amnesia. No, what was it? It was some movie, like, oh, what was it called? It was it's the one where it's in Alaska. Insomnia, that's it, not amnesia. And he's uh and he, he was uh he was filming that and he was and everyone's like, oh when he's in town he pops in and does shows uh sometimes, so everyone's like oh Robin's gonna come down isn't the summertime and it's like seven o'clock it's the early show and he's like so oh, Robin's gonna come down Robin's gonna hang out and everything and that's I was like whatever cool. and it's this big packed bar and there's this big long bar and I'm at one end of it like this and down at the other end's the front door and then there's the kitchen behind it and then uh, there's all this fuss at the and I, I see this guy. Looks vaguely like Robin Ooh. Williams wearing a um, a full spandex outfit because he'd ridden his bike down, and I go, "Is that What the fuck? Oh, that's weird." And then two seconds later, he's right. Here, he goes, "Hello, chief," and i was like, "He's <laughs> <laughs> like right here." And then uh, and then he scuttled off backstage, which is like an area. It just was like this little like alleyway behind the or like little corridor behind the stage, and everyone was leaving him alone. And I was just looking at him standing there by himself, and I was like, well, fuck this. He's just a comic visiting, right? So I went over and talked to him, and within like— That's hard
0: to do, man. Within
1: a minute, we're just holding each other up laughing. Like, we were just making these—he's re- so fast and so funny, and so—it was so um, kind of—for lack of a better term, like, uh, familiar to be able to talk with him, like, that quickly mm. and that—and so we we hung out, we chatted for a bit. He went on stage. He did, he did his show. He did great. Uh, amazingly obviously and then uh, and then disappeared he came back once more I saw him one more time a couple years later 2006 now four years later uh, he comes back does the well again I see him again he remembers me which is nice Yeah. Uh, then the next night he's on set filming uh, I think it was Final Cut he was filming or it was one of the two back to back whatever it was and my mom was on set and she was an extra on it for some reason. They're doing a night shoot. And she she just starts talking to him because he starts talking to her. He's like, he's bored, you know, hanging out late, fuck. <laughs> talking to everybody. And he talked to her and she's like, oh, you met my son. He goes, oh, Simon, fuck. <laughs> and then I saw him the next week and he goes, I met mom. <laughs> so we chatted for a while. He went in on the set. And then um, afterwards, I said to him, I was like, well, there's this little French Canadian restaurant called Zizani that at the time was doing a show. It's long gone now, but. It's only Thursday nights. And I said, if you ever want to come and work hard, I don't think they're going to really Say no. make it easy <laughs> for you, you yeah. know. And it's like a 50-seater sort of mm. thing. And, um, and so he's like, he's like, oh, I'll come down, you know, fine. And it would have been a great busy show. He comes down the next week. It's literally the only time it was canceled for lack of attendance. So we got this completely empty bar and Robin Williams and David Steinberg. there. That's (laughs) fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. It was the worst. It was just the worst feeling in the world. It's like, who's riding up on his bike but Robin? So we're chatting for a while. We talked for about half an hour. And I, I said to him, I was like, come back sometime. He's like, oh, I'll come back. And I thought I'd never see him again. A couple weeks later, he comes back at St. Jean-Baptiste Day, so the place is absolutely fucking packed. Whoa. At this point, he'd never even seen me do stand-up. We just chatted a say, lot. You know, we just goofed around a lot. <laughs> and then uh, and then he comes back, it's absolutely packed, and he's like, hey, hey can, I, you know, can I get some time? I was like, what are you, fucking crazy? No, of course <laughs> you can't, get out of here. Uh, <laughs> he's got an Oscar on his bookshelf, for fuck's sake. And then, uh, so I do a spot, and when I came off stage, he hugged me. And he was like, "I saw you! Oh my god, it was all so good." I was like, "Right?" And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> and then he went up, and uh, Graham Clark, local uh, great comedian, who was hosting that night, best intro I've ever heard. He goes, uh, "He goes, we have one final act. Your next comic was Mork," <laughs> and Robin lost his shit. And he went up, and he did like forty minutes, oh, and it was wow. insane. And for the first couple of minutes, they were all like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know the- oh, what," because it doesn't make sense that it's, he's there. It's right. the juxtaposition of it, and then when he sh- and it was amazing, and then that was the last time I saw him. About a year later, maybe a little less, my American agents and manager at the time said, because um, when you petition for your U.S. papers, you know you got to get a sponsor and you got to get all these letters mm-hmm. that tell you know why is he exemplary in his field. Yeah, and one of my guys was like. Can we ask Robin for... I said, please don't do that. Please don't reach yeah. out to them. That's you're I don't want like that to that. be a thing. You're like that. That's the
0: only thing you do wrong in yeah. your career is you're, is you're the guy that's like, no, no, no. I don't no,
1: want, no. want to ask for help. But um, they didn't listen to me. Thankfully, they Thanks didn't listen God to me. Thank God they didn't listen and to me. And so uh, I got this letter from him, which was incredibly kind and incredibly flattering. And that was just a little snippet of it. And I never used it or anything. And then uh, about a year after he died or so, two years after he died or something, I... Um, I was talking to a good comedy friend of mine and he was saying, you should use that quote because he wanted you to have that. That's something that he wants you to have. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that is. He goes, he wrote it down. He sat and thought about it and wrote it down and gave it to you. I was like, yeah, that's, that's true. So that... That's how it came about. And unfortunately, I never obviously never saw him again. Uh, probably won't. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Got a Ouija board, but it keeps going like this it's Robin <laughs> Williams. Um But he was the, he was people always ask me like what was he like? And I go, he's he's exactly what you wanted him to be.
0: Oh, that's fucking good feeling. hundred percent. Yeah. He oh. was the
1: sweetest, kindest, um incredible memory and so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, man. Like damn, it doesn't cool. do it justice when you see it on film and TV, how incredibly fast he was. Like I'm pretty quick. That guy, holy shit, dude.
0: I would put, you know, people play that game where, like, who would you have in your, like, top five? You got to have dinner with them or whatever that mm-hmm. are alive. He's always in my top five.
1: Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Fucking so yeah, 100%. Cool. Like, he, he, was, he was. And I want,
0: like, old school Coke out Robin. I yeah. I want that guy. <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't want the guy that's struggling with recovery <laughs> no. that sounds horrible
1: you want <laughs> the guy that's just, just like in the middle of Mork and Mindy just Ooh. fucking full just yeah like, no, let's have dinner 3am no oh, problem okay fuck yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> talk about talk about <laughs> that's the guy I want sure. he was, he was in, yeah he was incredible Well, I mean that's the thing I method what,
0: acting for insomnia just by doing blow the
1: whole thing I'll never sleep when I first met him he was like 52 or 53 and he was still incredibly fast yeah. I can't imagine what he was like when he was like 29
0: much pussy did that guy get in his life jesus eh? christ all dude wow all of it
1: it must yeah especially back then too, it was late 70s early 80s everyone's full of cocaine come on man
0: that's the time to go back to hey yeah, right before a... cell phones right when before the fentanyl got in the blow that's the time the
1: early 80s yeah if you could pick one year out of the 80s to go back to thinking about everything from cars to style to music to everything
0: i mean i was born in 86 right mm-hmm. and that's the year that the the Challenger space shuttle exploded. Yeah, so it's your. And fault. I like that year. Yeah, yeah. That's a good time. That's when you I just want to go back to that moment just to watch.
1: You're a big fan of space disasters, though. I really. That's am. your big thing. I, I, know. I
0: like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't watch The explode. I watch The Family. Yeah, no, right? you watch The Family. I see yeah, their reaction, yeah, you want right? to see that. Yeah, kind of like a magic trick, just pan but pan This way, Pan this way. Look at her. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. like a magic trick, but especially if you know what's gonna happen. You just, you know, I get excited.
1: <laughs> you make people's hope in the space program <laughs> yeah. disappear.
0: Yeah, exactly. I remember
1: they wheeled a the thing into because I was, I was like, uh, I was nine, eight, nine. nine,
0: yeah,
1: and they wheeled a, they wheeled a, a TV in to show us the space shuttle. Yeah, and then boom.
0: That's fucked. Yeah. Wait, they're like, "Wait, watch this historic moment." Yeah, and then it the blew boom, up. Boom boom, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember it. And I remember it's funny because back oh, then goodness. it was a big deal to go to space. Now it's just something that anyone can do. Yeah, but yeah. back then it was like a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, goodness. I think that's a familiar story because I've heard that from other people that they they were in a cuz it was a big thing, an assembly to watch this historic launch. Yeah, I guess. And so. now it's like and that's probably when they don't show them anymore. <laughs> probably because <laughs> like... goes wrong. But I remember the Columbia disaster too in '03. What's that? When that was when uh, on takeoff a piece of like heat insulation came off one of the wings of the shuttle. And so on re-entry they exploded and burned up. Yeah, it was 03. I know, I know. So that's another year you, you might want to go back to, yeah, you know, you I know could see you all happy. You're like, oh God, if only yeah. a shuttle would.
0: Yeah, it's just internal. It's not, I don't, I don't show it out loud. I'm not a psychopath.
1: You're sitting there with a little party hat. Come
0: on. Ah, <laughs> oh, this one made it. Like, like I'm, I'm <laughs> counting down, but it's after the launch. They're so like, why is he counting down? I'm like <laughs> 10, 9, and like It's, it's already just, up. It's you, like, no, no, just, no. You're just counting as the astronauts <laughs> hit.
1: Seven, six, five. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh, seven. Oh, Jesus. So disturbing oh, as shit, but like. Get to hell. Yeah, of course. That's good. But, I mean, that's our fault for trying. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, why, are we, why are, we're hairless monkeys. We shouldn't be going up. I fucking agree. We should stay here.
0: Uh, I just remembered our retention time on this podcast mm-hmm. isn't long. So, we got to plug our dates. Simon and I are on tour together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we have right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I hate to cut this off, but I remember no, I got to yeah. tell you guys. You got to tell. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Saskatchewan, Canada is our next two dates. We got mm-hmm. Saskatoon and Regina. Yep. So come through, it's February 10th and 11th, Saskatoon and Regina, so if you're in Canada, if you're in the prairies, get over there, mm-hmm. come see us, me and this guy, 45 minutes each, we got an opening act, his killer, mm-hmm. fucking great night, then we're going over to the east coast in March, so mm-hmm. we're going to be doing Fredericton, links are everywhere, you'll find it, we're yeah. probably going to be doing Halifax, Moncton, we're going to add a few dates there, but anyways, Maritimes, we're doing it. Prairies were doing it. Simon and I like to go on tour together because yeah. uh, if you don't like magic, then you get the funny. And if you don't like Simon yelling at you, then you can have some magic tricks. It's win, win, win. So that's
1: how, I, that's how I try and market If people don't like me yelling at them, then it's just you don't have to come and see. Like I'm basically just giving them time to get ready for you to come on. <laughs>
0: So they can get just enough booze in their system. Often I don't even tell people about you. I no. just say I'm coming. It's the best. And then when they're like, "What is this?" And I always
1: say, welcome. "I would say there's me, and then there's magic." And people are like, "Ooh, magic!" I'm
0: like, "Yeah, but I have a
1: new hour." They're like, "But magic," and I'm like, "Yeah, magic, right?" Yeah.
0: Sometimes I I, I wish I did more magic.
1: I try to explain to them that you're a comedy magician. Yeah. They don't, I think no I no said it. that on one thing. I was like, "If you would get it in through your head that you don't have to do magic and you could just be funny, <laughs> we could finally have a real friendship." Instead, I have to pretend, you know, that I'm like, ah, it's like having a gay. <laughs> Friend in the 70s, you know, right. like you couldn't tell anybody. Yeah, you're like, yeah, like we hang out, he's a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> they we're good yeah. friends, but yeah, you know, he just doesn't yeah. come to the two club. Two hotel rooms, so we're gonna, yeah, two, two hotel two He's two just one <laughs> <rooms. laughs> of
0: oh, my closest friends. He doesn't two come, two come to the club, we don't, we don't, we
1: don't, uh, but anyway, he's a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we say instead of magician, he's a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> do you find that, like, if you do, like, do you find that people want more magic out of you?
0: Yeah, all the time. People really? constantly ask me to do, like, more, man, and I'm like, there's a world full of magicians doing more magic. Mm-hmm. Yet I'm the one getting views and getting TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm like, I think I'm right, and I and I and I know I'm so. right, and I'm arrogant enough, and you got to believe in it. But I'm like, I'm doing something that I think is different and unique, and that's all I know how to do. The amount of people that try and drag er, every time I get any kind of TV spot, they want me to do more trick, more trick, more trick. And yeah, I'm like, like, let's just let's just let me be me. If you <laughs> want another magician, get another magician. But I promise you, you don't, because uh, like, people people. Magic sounds like a good idea in theory, but mm. it's like fucking juggling. You don't want to see an hour of it. No. You want to see like, no. you 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 want you need ebbs and flows because if the magician always walks out there and does some elaborate thing and blows your fucking mind, your mind can't take that. It's goddamn magic tricks. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Right? Well, and then you start getting in your own head and trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like
1: some dudes will just like sit there and try to figure it out. Like I can outsmart this guy because yeah. whenever you're performing, you're also like in a position of power. Yeah. Like for me, I find that like when people laugh, sometimes they take it the wrong because it's they it's an involuntary response they can't control themselves so you have power over them yeah. i think with magic it's the same thing is like you're just basically telling them i can do this thing you can't do yeah and they're just like what the fuck i get this with impressions people will say to me they're like you should just do an hour of impressions like that would suck yeah,
0: no one wants i that. don't want to
1: do that no. it's nice that you can throw it in yeah. once in a while but just to do that is the most like just the lamest thing like that's what like
0: what was the know. first impression you knew you could do like when you when first when you did or people were like whoa whoa, whoa wait you can do it you can. I think probably Gilbert Gottfried. I think that oh, was probably yeah. the first one. And
1: because, if I recall, that was like this would be like
0: early '90s. He was alive. yeah, like 1989,
1: 1990. I could do it because I remember him from like I think it was Problem Child or something. Oh, so know. it
0: wasn't from fucking Iago. No,
1: it was eventually. It was Iago. I mean, you got a lot of mileage out of that guy. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, the problem is I'm old enough now that a lot of people I can do impressions of are dying. So it really kind of fucks up my act. <laughs> Not that I do them yeah. in my act. But you don't like, do
0: a Taylor Swift?
1: No, I don't do a Taylor Swift. You get Swift. that. You got to get they, that one down. Get a Taylor Swift down. Yeah. I want to do, yeah, I could get a, uh, I want to get a Ryan Reynolds down. There's a few that I want <laughs> that I think would be useful, but I always wrote the joke first. How do you
0: do Ryan? What do you think?
1: I think you sort of talk really slow like that. And then you get really loud. Then you get really slow. Very calm. Very calm. I think it's like, it's like, <laughs> the it's like that? early Jim Carrey. Oh. Like Jim Carrey used to be like this the whole time. Really quiet. And then he'd get really loud like That sort of like yeah, that thing, I but I think it's Ryan. Re- I think it's something to do with Canadians who are like, like you have that Ryan Reynoldsy thing, so I want to get him. There's a couple that I want to get. There's some that I have that are useless, but I like them. Yeah. Um, and there's some that like you would think would get more mileage that don't like things like Rogan and stuff you would think would be a bigger thing, but they're not as big a thing.
0: Yeah, I know. I heard I see you post that one, you do it really well. Yeah, and people then don't get any, no,
1: they don't seem to care. It's like
0: they hear enough Joe Rogan, they don't need to hear you. Comics
1: who know him like. have messaged me and said they like it, yeah, um, or retweeted it or re- same with Bill Burr, same thing. But they, yeah. I think it's just still too narrow. I got to yeah. learn to get a Kreischer, is what I got to do.
0: Yeah, just rip your shirt off, rip baby. your shirt off, bro. That's all you got to do, <laughs> That's all you got to do, rip your shirt off and just say things incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> just like to say do things incorrectly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> can you do any impressions? No, no. Yeah. no. If you could, which, which would you want to have? Uh, if you I can do.
0: do uh, I can do Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, I can do uh, Eddie Murphy. I can do uh, Lawrence Fishburne. I can do uh, all black guys. Really. Yeah, just
1: saying the N word is not an impression.
0: Oh, I, th- I, I can do none. I can do none. Shit. You're just yelling I, I, thought I, had
1: oh, <laughs> I can say know. it. I can say it in traffic oh, with the no. window down in my pickup truck. Oh, Anyways. <laughs> oh, shit. i really shit. Up. You just become Epiphany that I'm, you're a racist? <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, what? I <laughs> thought I was doing impressions. I you thought know, that's what it was. You know, I was singing <laughs> along
0: with gang Gangstar. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> I always thought I was a bad singer. It turns out that it's not like the words. <laughs> Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just 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 such naivete. you had no idea it was I, racist you're no, like, You're
0: like, I don't understand. So I never yeah, I never do impressions. I I used to do a lot of like I would do accents. Okay. You know, like, uh, so if I was telling a story, I would do the Irish guy, I would do the Australian guy, I would yeah. do, the, do the the Scottish guy. Uh, then I kind of s- stopped doing that and I was pretty good at them a long time ago. And then over the last 10 years, I haven't really done them much. And every now and then I'll tell like an old story on yeah. stage and I'll be like, oh, fuck. And I'm trying to dig that out of the bag. And if you don't have that phrase that gets you into it, yeah. then you're lost. And I'm like, what? how did I used to get into that one? So every now and then I'll hit the right phrase and I'll be like, oh, and then I'm good.
1: Impressions are like that with, with like actual impressions are like that too, like with accents for sure, but impressions, it, sometimes it's like a word. Like I remember that Arnold Schwarzenegger, I couldn't get it for years and then I wrote this joke about him and I was like, mm. it's funnier if I have this voice because I always wrote the joke first and I was like, it's funnier." And then so I tried to figure out what word and it was crazy. It was like, you're crazy. Something oh. about the way, you're crazy, like that. <laughs> it's just that, and then from there you're fine. But it's just like, but as long as you can get that word, yeah. And now you do him old, like with the raspy voice. Like,
0: so it's, fucking just good, like, dude.
1: it's just like that. Like you can once you find that word.
0: What's the one? What's the one in your act right now where it's just mayo? It's the only word. That's, him. That's yeah, him. Yeah, it's, well. it's Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger fucking up a tuna salad sandwich. Yeah, too much mayo. <laughs> That's <laughs> the did that. Yeah. But it's like it's like I had the, these impressions that are useless that I like, like Paul Giamatti and things like that. And I'm like, just get more famouser, so yeah. I can use. <laughs> you
0: know? I don't even know who who's Paul Giamatti. Well, he's the guy that talks like this. Oh, fucking Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti from fucking yeah. billions or whatever. He was, it was like. on
1: billions, and he was Lady on. In the water. He was in that movie Turbo with Ryan Reynolds as a snail, <laughs> and
0: it's <laughs> like really That's fun a to good do. One. He's like really, one. really
1: fun to do, but nobody
0: knows who he is. He's got face recognition, not name recognition. I think. I think he's one of those Yo, guys. Yo, yeah. his his podcast is called Chinwag. Who? Paul Giamatti. He has a podcast it's called Chinwag. Why isn't he called it Chatty Giamatti? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Paul, you missed it. Chatty Giamatti, Paul. It's really fucking I can't believe I said Who is that Then I'm like telling you About his podcast <laughs> Who um, is that Oh you know what you'd like so fucking good dude <laughs> His podcast is It's like You can tell the first couple Are rough Because he doesn't really know But yeah. like the, just the most famous people Yeah ever yeah yeah caught. Of course yeah It's so fun Like him and Billy Bob Thornton Talking about ghosts is so fucking, oh, fucking great fuck. man I gotta listen to that Because I didn't oh, know great. He
1: even had a podcast You're gonna love it yeah. Oh my god Yeah, he's yeah because I, I feel like It's like That's the thing too Is with like these famous people Who have these podcasts <laughs> And they have all their Famous friends on And then you're stuck with me
0: yeah, so that's- <laughs> I bank on people getting famous eventually. Eventually, right? so this is gonna get this is gonna get views later. Oh, right? is it? Well, yeah. when I make it, yeah, when or you when I it. die. Either way, that's the other you thing. You right? are you are the comedian most likely in my life to either kill themselves mm-hmm. or blow up. But either way, I'm gonna get maybe. Views put your
1: hands together. Hey,
0: hey. <laughs> You would not happen to want to go to space, would you?
1: <laughs> You're just like, put on this rocket pack. It's like it's the end of Comedy Magic. You're like, Simon, you get to close these shows. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, just the one. Don't worry about it. I'm one of those guys where I'm like, I find that like I'm very, uh, I'm I'm a particular kind of comedian and there's a particular kind of, I actually put in my bio high degree of difficulty comic just because I'm like, I'm not just for everybody. don't want to get booked. I'm not want to get booked. Why would anyone want to book me? Yeah, fucking... <laughs> Nobody's booked me so
0: far. I've been fine. I haven't had a job in 24 years. That's so crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was two, so you, 2002.
0: You're a guy that, you're you're Vancouver now. Yeah. And that's where I, I knew you from. You're one of the first guys that I'm from here and you were the first guys in the Vancouver scene to be nice to me because being a magician it was very nerve wracking to be like the only place I knew to get stage time was open mics and no one I never I thought you
1: were mentally handicapped so I was just being kind to you Uh, that's why you guys always gave me that parking spot yeah we gave you a parking spot that's why why we always talked really slow around you
0: oh (laughs) oh you In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today.
1: Got your cards. Yeah. You're doing good. <laughs> and then it yeah. turns out
0: nah. Just drunk. Just Just a drunk magician. Just drunk magician. (laughs) 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 Junk magician.
1: Um, When did we meet?
0: Uh, Oh, fuck. It must have been, uh, I would have been 22, 3, 4, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like 2010. Okay. Yeah, maybe 2011, something like that. I don't know. Whenever you were back, you were in LA, weren't you? Yeah, I was in LA.
1: I was in LA back and forth from around 05 until, yeah, around the end of 09.
0: So yeah, whenever you came back is when I started like. I think I was about 24 years old when I started actually going out to the open mics and trying to figure it out. Um, And and then, like, a year later, I quit my job, and then I was really trying.
1: And despite seeing me and seeing where it ends, you were like, I'm going to keep trying.
0: No, because I thought, like, if he can do it,
1: right? (laughs) I think I want to call a special that. (laughs) Hit that that mic. (laughs) But, yeah, because it's like, I think it's like...
0: You, it because w- you were
1: always very funny. Yeah, you weren't just like because people come and go, and it's like you know I've I've seen hundreds of comedians. Well
0: I just time. stole jokes from people in different cities and brought them to Vancouver. That's the way to do it. Okay, okay, that's good. the way to yeah. do it. That's, that's that's what that's,
1: what that's all my all my friends in Atlanta say this. That's what you got. To all my do friends in the streets of Atlanta. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. No. I, I find that like you I did all my my impressions. I knew. All <laughs> you're just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Different kind of podcast. (laughs) It's like Cat Williams podcast. Um, But I find that like, I think that Vancouver has always been really good at at comics developing very unique styles because it was so um, kind of, so many mouths to feed and so little to go around here that like every comic, like if you go to LA or New York or any of these places, a lot of the comics have a very similar style. They're always kind of the same, even Toronto. Um, Whereas here, it was always just like, you have to be so different. The
0: city's so sad for such like a a world-renowned city. When I started here, there was the two fucking comedy clubs Mm -hmm. there was the comedy mix and the yuck yucks and there's literally zero now there's nothing like it's a major world renowned city with no comedy clubs with an
1: incredible comedy scene we have a reputation of having a ton of I mean we've always had some of the best comics and some of the best comics in the country move here and from America move here too and so we because we have that industry as well and we ended up with this kind of really shitty situation where we just didn't have I mean the comedy club model partially isn't a very good model and second of all it's too expensive to open clubs in Vancouver the rent is absolutely it is prohibitive expensive i was talking to a club manager and he was saying it's, he wouldn't do it now if he could because he's like it's cost so much money that you would have to be full every night and like barely paper anything and sell so much just to break even that's fucked and 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 you need a bit if you want to bring in big oh, acts that, you need 300 plus seats
0: that's why it's because <coughs> of the fucking rent here it's
1: too them. expensive oh. licenses rent insurance is a fucking nightmare so they just get to a point where they're but when i started out too it goes through ebbs and flows. But there was a period of time there where you could do 14 to 15 shows a week on different, like, clubs yes. in between. So you could write a rooms. joke on a Monday, try it at an open mic on a Monday, and then run it through all the rooms. And by the end of the week, that bit was solid. Yeah. Because all the rooms were different. They had a different style. Like, rooms in the U.S. are different than rooms in Vancouver are different than rooms in Richmond. Rooms so you'd be able to... And then inside the city, the you know, rooms on Main Street are going to be different than rooms in Kits. And so you totally. couldn't develop this bit and make these... And I think one of the reasons why... We don't have the strength in comedy scene that we used to have. Yeah. It's because we simply do not have the places to work. I was gonna
0: say, now I feel like some guys I've seen over the last six years run the same five minutes every time I come out. And I'm like, yeah, part of that's on them, but part of that is like, they don't get a chance to get up enough.
1: Yeah. Where are you going to do a long set in this time? I mean, yeah. even me writing hours, I mean, I'm lucky enough. I can walk in wherever I want, but even me writing an hour, the stuff that I'm doing right now is really dark. And so you can't just jump into the middle of these bits. Yeah. Like some of them are really fucking intense. It's fine if the audience knows who I am or if they get to know me or if they, if I give the, but if I only have five minutes and I'm doing beat a baby to death, it's not going to work, right? Because (laughs) (laughs) it works with seven minutes, but,
0: but it is one of those things. And the one guy that it does work for, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, you don't want that.
1: Yeah. That's not good. He's just out there like cheering on. (laughs) Dude, jokes about the space (laughs) shuttle. All right. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so I find that like, I find that like that gives the, what do you got?
0: forgot i'm supposed to be cool on this podcast Christian oh yeah yeah here. there you That'd go
1: be cool. yeah all right oh holy fuck what's going on <laughs> that looks really now you do look like you came from the late 80s you look Bloody like you're you. <laughs> you're like it is sick
0: you sick have come no in the idea. late 80s i'll do blow right now really yeah b- just blur it cole i'll just do it bl- right blur- now. <laughs> <laughs> just blur it. Like no one has any clue what's happening.
1: No idea. The cops are like, we were going to arrest him, but I don't know what's going on over there. It's so blurry. <laughs> it just turned into a Japanese porn. Uh, how many times have I said that in a week? Uh, I- yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. If I had known, I would have brought my sunglasses. I can't be cool, though. No. Whenever I put sunglasses on, it people are just like, you poor man, you can't see.
0: <laughs> oh, buddy. I don't know what it is about. Uh, I'm learning slowly like over the time. Uh and used to have no facial hair at all. I yeah. had to grow it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Chris is like, you know, fucking Rams, has got a big beard. Yeah, he's got a big he beard. He always wears glasses, always puts a hat on, and he's always like, just cover more of your face, you become more attractive. And I'm like, this is it. And I know I see what you're doing. Oh, and so you got I was, that figured I was out. zipped up. Otherwise I'd put it up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I just grow a beard because otherwise it just I just literally look like a child. Like yeah. even now I'm forty-six and I still look like With a child. Fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> if I shave my face a couple of years ago if I shaved uh, for a part in a thing, and people were like, "Don't do that." I was like, "No, yeah, I, I shouldn't no, do that because it's just fine. like because now I'm starting to get crow's feet, but then I just look like an old baby, like a baby. That
0: something's gone wrong. What's your What's your wife say when you shave? Is she like she does
1: not <laughs> like it. Yeah, She's no, not a fan. No, Because no, once so one person said that to me, they're like, "I didn't realize your lips were weird." I was like, "Well, thanks for that. That's oh, good. That's oh. fucking the rest of my life." I
0: got a thin upper lip too. It. Yeah, like no. I don't like it. They're like
1: your lips are fucking. Well, I that's why know. I grew this mustache. This mustache oh. is crazy. Like this whole time, fine Just keep getting beast this thing. I bite a lot of bees. I like biting bees. Um, <laughs> there's the John C. Riley. So, oh yeah. Hey, uh, uh, hey, just bite all the bees. <clears throat> yeah, don't, don't do that. No. <laughs> hey, he did that blurry blow. Um. <laughs>
0: Yo, he's a guy that fucking loves magic. Uh, Does he? Of course he does. He seems like he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know? You've
1: done magic for him? No, I wish,
0: I wish, but like I I went on a deep dive because I was doing reacting to videos on on YouTube for a while about uh, people doing magic tricks in movies, and he does one in um, fucking, uh, one with the, where Marky Mark has a long dick there. Uh, Um, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. He does a couple magic tricks in that one. And I was like, oh, shit, I think this guy might like magic. And I look into it, and sure enough, he does like magic. He's a huge magic guy? So I'm like, I I don't even know how to reach out to him, but I'm like, I'll fucking hang you show you some magic tricks. He's doing, like, the lamest tricks ever that you buy at the magic shop in the movie. And I can, I mean... His character didn't need to do that, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he wanted, wanted to wanted do to, it, right? Wanted, so wanted to I put like, it in. I, like that I love shit. that shit. Yeah. When they're
1: like when people are like, You're like, clearly this is split in. Yeah. Like someone's like, Fine, John, you could do it. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool if he
0: just did this. Yeah. make this disappear. Maybe maybe this character sings a song. <laughs> yeah, you know, like well. there's always shit like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, okay. it's never like they're maybe writing maybe. a karaoke scene now just for this act. I know.
1: It's never like maybe maybe this character does stand-up. Everyone's like, <laughs> No, no one wants to admit it. The amount of comics I know who've like got somewhere and immediately stopped doing stand-up, I'm like, Oh man, that's just you jumping. Out of the boat.
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs> I
1: wouldn't stop. I don't think I'd stop at all. No, definitely not. I go the Segura route where you just like don't do anything else. You just like I just do stand up. That's what I yeah. do. Like, cause I mean, I'm sure that guy's had every offer in the world.
0: That's the other thing too, where people are always asking me about like, should oh, you know, trying to get like YouTube famous or whatever. Like, a lot of people start popping off online and they just stop everything else. I'm like, literally, the only reason I make content online is to get more people in the seats for the live show. That's me too. That's the fucking yeah, dream. That's dude. me too. Just I want to sell a thousand seats in every city I go yeah. to for the rest of my life. But that's,
1: that's a, a better model too because you never know when this. Social media platforms are either going to a ban you, or do something weird, or or stop monetizing, or whatever the fuck they do, and then you're up the creek. I mean, if your entire, if everything you do is purely to get people to like, I just put out content on Instagram so that people will come to my Instagram, and like, so you have what you have a million followers on Instagram, but you then all of a sudden one day they decide not to monetize it, dude, and you're fucked.
0: Okay. Ramsey says this all the time And I can't believe He's fucking right Because people used to Always say that to him Because he was one of those guys That got famous on fucking YouTube And mm-hmm. stopped performing Oh yeah Right And then everyone's like well, What if fucking What if What if YouTube shuts down Or whatever What if?" Blah, blah, blah. And he's like Google The biggest company in the world Yeah What if they shut down He's like hmm. And then the world shut down <laughs> <laughs> And he was like Yeah. What if if the outside closes and it sounded ludicrous before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And on this podcast, we never talk about COVID. If we do, we got to take a fucking drink. So that's my bad. There you go. Um, Yeah. (sighs) uh, So you moved from here to, you lived in London for a bit. You lived in LA for a bit. Yeah. Run me through. You're a guy that's literally tried everything to get, like, everything except be funnier. Yeah. No, I even
1: tried tried this podcast. Clearly not working. uh, It's working. (laughs) Check the views. (laughs) Check the views. (laughs) Um, no, I've just been at it for, so I really am very much into, I want to be a good comedian. That was my thing. And so I, when I found standup comedy, I was like, this is what I want to do more than anything else. I want to be good at this. Yeah. And so I'm very much one of those, um, I would do 350, 400 shows a year, every year and just like hammer it down and then do this. And you know, you still audition for things and stuff like that, but none of that ever. I have so many near misses in my career. The only thing that has never really missed for me is being consistent, at least in terms of finding it rewarding has been stand up. So I just, that's what I want to do and it's all been to further that goal and then so in 2005 i got this comedy festival in the states that was quite prestigious um and 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 Absolutely. because of yeah and because of that they came and saw me and i got some reps out of it and then we had some heat there for a while but it's it's the entertainment industry so the heat kind of comes and goes and oh, then the yeah. problem is around 07 um the financial crisis happened end of 07 08 and so when i finally got my us work papers which took forever everything shut the fuck down yeah. and then um <clears throat> and then when it kind of came back, there was a writer strike that shut that down. So by the time I actually... And also... Stand-up comedy and stuff, the entertainment industry wasn't the way it is now back then. I mean, 20 years ago, it was like YouTube had just... I remember having a meeting like the month YouTube was kind of invented. And we were sitting there and guys were like, well, some of these videos are getting up to 10,000 views. <laughs> like, Jesus. Really? Because they, they had no idea what it was. No one knew what it was. No the, the system was still very much like 10 years behind. It was still very much you go and you get a sitcom and that's how you make it. And that's yeah. all they had at that time. And so, Dude, in 2014,
0: when I got my first viral video, mm-hmm. and I was like, well... I did that job mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Now let the rest of it come to me. And it did for about a year.
1: Yeah. Well, but 2014, <laughs> 2014, though, I mean, that's the thing, too, is it's like, it's so funny how, like, one video, like, even look at Billy Burr, right? Like, like, he really, I mean, yes, he had incredible comedy, had incredible specials and everything. But the thing that really kicked him off was that viral video. I mm-hmm. mean, it still is a kingmaker. Like, if you have a big enough video now, yeah. I mean, I think Matt Reif said that, like, one video was what made it for him. Yeah. And he just went viral. And it's, and I Makes think sense. that I've accepted the fact that, for me, I'm not that type of person. Like, every follower that I have has come from... I don't have a single video over 3 million, which, I mean, sounds, but it's not yeah, in this no. day and age. 3 million is not very much at all. Only like 3.7, I think, is the biggest I've got. Who's counting? Oh, God, every single <laughs> one. Every single, I just click and refresh. Um, but it's all shares, and it's all yeah. because I'm very much one of those guys, and I think a lot of people are is like like... Uh, people come to my shows cuz they tell each they tell their friends about me who would like me. It's more specific, but I do find that that means my fan base. So like I have infin, infinitesimally small numbers compared to a lot of comedians, but those people actually come to shows. Whereas some guys they have like 2 million followers, but they've got 2 million followers cuz they do reaction videos or whatever they do, yeah. and they don't ha- that doesn't translate to actual showing up. So I think there's a virtue in trying to find the people that actually like what you do and then yeah. kind of do what you do for them. And that allows you to be a better comic. Right, but that didn't exist back then. It was it was just a lot of like do the showcases, try and get the things, yeah. And then when you do it, and so after that, I was very disheartened by the whole situation. I came back to Canada. I was pretty much ready to quit. And then I had like a snap set on stage in the best way possible, and refocused myself. Really? Like I'm just gonna t- yeah. So I, I I think I've told you this. I was doing like it was like 2010, and I decided I was going to quit comedy. I'd been in it 10 years. Yeah, and I was like I, I hated. Everything I was doing. This is when you came back from LA. Came back from LA. I was doing this. Uh, it was it was late spring, and I was doing this very small room, corduroy. I was doing this oh, really yeah. small room. Yeah, that is small. And my buddy James was running it at the time, and it was one of those nights where it was full, but everyone was bombing. Every single comic was just dying. The audience hated it all. Yeah. And I was closing, and I went up at the end, and I started doing the act that I had at the time, which was the stuff from my album whatever and it was much more goofy which album uh unfamous oh, and i was yeah. doing that much more like llama fisting jokes and that stuff like that i like i still like that stuff
0: and that was after that this was pre-ponytail oh this was, is oh, oh, like, this was yeah, pre this was pre-bun pre-
1: oh yeah unfamous is the uh the llama fisting and the beat a bear to death yeah, and all yeah. this bacon eater and i was <laughs> doing that stuff and the audience started laughing and i was like and it started going really well and i was like oh if i turn the room and then about five, maybe 10 minutes in, I was like, I don't want, I just said to them, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sorry. I don't want to do this. I don't like you for laughing wow. at it. And I don't like me for doing it. Good I'm Lord. just tired of it. And I'm exhausted. And I don't want to fucking do this. And it was like really weird. Because at first they thought I was joking. And then I just put the e-break on the whole show. And I just started talking about what I wanted to talk about. And it was good and bad. It was weird. It was, but it was truly freeing. And I came off stage and I said to my buddy who ran it, I go, I apologized. I said, I'm sorry. That was not very professional. I shouldn't have done that. And he goes, you do that every time. You might be a good comic one day. And I was like, Kick. so then mm. I just started doing that. And I just was and like. they were clearly wrong. They were completely wrong.
0: But was <laughs> good, <laughs> good advice though. And then I
1: learned a magic trick and that's how we're here. Uh, but yeah, so and then it was just like that. And then in 2015, because I was born in England. Yeah. I had a manager at the time in the States. I applied for US papers, um, but I heard nothing for six months, and I just assumed that meant it wasn't going to happen because right. I heard nothing. To be two years the first time. Yeah, well, that's the thing is I didn't know, and my manager had no updates on it. So I was just like, fuck it, I'll go to England. And my wife and I moved to England, and we started doing comedy there, and it was. Great, I really, really well. And then within a month of getting to London, my US papers came through. So it was like, "Fuck," yeah. awesome, right <laughs> and my manager's just like, "You're gonna move to England, uh, LA?" I'm like, "No, oh no, I'm in, I'm in a different part of the world." <laughs> so it's just a, it's just a bunch of that shit that's gone so on. So stressful. that's yeah, and it was really Good rough.
0: For trying all the things though, I feel like you're gonna be one of those guys now that's actually gonna break late. You know, because you've had a good career, you're running it, you're doing the whole thing. Yeah. But Like, I feel like I, you might not even believe this, but I, I am internally optimistic about way, <laughs> like you, you've not seen the peak of your career even close yet. I know this about you. Uh, well, you don't know this about you, but I know that's this a
1: very you. nice thing to think. And I appreciate that. But I'm very, just, very lucky that I have been able to do just this for 22 years. So, yeah. I mean, I started 24 years ago. Yeah. But since May of 2002, I haven't had a job. So I've been able to somehow manage. And I figure if you can do that in Canada for that long, you'd probably be all right.
0: You're starting to turn a corner because you figured out social media a little bit. You're starting to take uh, real advice. From not from like No, from, 100% you, know, you, you
1: like, helped me so yeah. much.
0: I helped you uh, and then you blew past me. Now I, I wish i never
1: helped you. <laughs> we were racing so hard there for Well, cuz you had that mega fucking video, scared the shit out of me and I was like I was like, "Oh, this bastard." And I remember, I, so <laughs> I remember being in a right car. I got
0: so many. I remember being in a car. I had a nickel for every view. <laughs> I God was in damn. a
1: car with Mikey Greenwood and I was saying, yeah. I was like, Wes, well, cuz you were always like 500 to 1000 ahead yeah. of me. It's like this bastard's always ahead of me yeah. by 1000." And I was like, "Ah, I just accepted the fact." But I was also happy cuz like this time last year I had like 2,000 followers so it was like, it's like it's pretty 80, good no. 80,000 yeah so it's getting there I think we're starting to get to numbers that are
0: that's on OnlyFans
1: yeah, or that's on OnlyFans nice. uh nice.
0: It's, well OnlyFeets right. uh, <laughs> 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 only I have I have prehensile
1: toes I can peel a banana it's a big long thing but the point is it's also a big long thing on OnlyFans anyways
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: but yeah so I I don't know it's like I I just find because you told me you're like people want to see this because I was so sheepish about because I don't have you kind of need to have that ego to do successful things in this business. And I yeah. just don't quite have it enough to, I don't, I'm not very good at, um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, advocating for myself. I'm just yeah. not very good at that. And so like, I should have said no to this, but I, I can't. No. Um, so I just, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, all right, well, I guess I'll just try. And you taught me so much stuff about, you're like people just repost shit just, and yeah. just I've never
0: seen it. It doesn't go out to anybody. So yeah. like, put it out again. Like, yeah, Oh dude, it's amazing. I'm really happy. That's why I'm pretty sure. The more you play this game correctly, the more I think it's going to work out.
1: I hope so. so I mean, And the older
0: it, I get, the more I have to tell my friends who are older than me, like, it's going to work. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm really just talking to myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, here. it'll break late. You're, <laughs> yeah. like,
1: you're like, you're trying to do the math between my age and yours. You're like, hey,
0: eight years? Yeah. That's why I knew when you were born. You got to I'm like, you're eight years old. Like, I know exactly how old everybody is at all times. And I like, if you played a game with me, name a celebrity, I'll tell you all they are, I will never miss. I really? Swear to God. No, i probably miss a lot. But okay. Like, I'll, I'll feel right about it. I was going to say Susan Sarandon. Oh, 53. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's, so old. She's, She's old. old. She's, She's way older than fifty-three. Older. She's got to be seventy, right? Got to be. She's they're, in
1: the, they're in the from the forties. Those folks. Yeah. Oh, the okay.
0: boomer. I mean, that's the thing too about same age as Kevin Costner. I know that. Is she? I have no idea, dude. I'm fucking. Oh <laughs> God! Damn. But see, I fell for it. I was so I would have
1: just fallen for that completely. been like, how old? Oh my God!
0: When what you said, when, earlier when you said Susan Sarandon, I was just thinking Matt Damon in my mind. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Know. They're the same person. I thought you were going to say Matt, Matt Damon. Damon is Susan Sarandon. I was Sarandon. trying to predict what you'd say, so I was ready for it. Well, Matt
1: Damon's got to be fifty-three. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, fifty-three, maybe fifty-four. That's yeah. what
0: I just yeah. said. Oh, you I said, said Susan Sarandon was 53. No, I know, but I was thinking that day when you said Susan Sarandon. <laughs> this I'm just so glad, you, I'm just so
1: glad you, that yes. you don't have to be a witness to a crime. It's uh, like, <laughs> who robbed me? Well, first of all, I'm going to have to sing this song I learned uh, from, <laughs> from Lawrence Fishburne.
0: <laughs> Simon, do you hear that sound? It, so, it sounds like a Canadian goose. Do you hear it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound. It means it's time for Empty Threats. We're going to do some empty threats here, Simon. Empty threats. All right. So if you don't know this game, it's where we just make empty threats to each other. Do a few each if we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to lead it off or do you like me to hit you first? You start.
1: You go first and ex- right. so I can get used to I this. I will
0: tell everybody I know in entertainment industry that you slept your way to the middle.
1: I will sew you to a piece of furniture and leave it on the street corner for people to pick up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just went Wu-Tang. I like that a lot. I will. I will go to your dad's graveside and whisper to his tombstone. Your son's a dirty little cuck boy. Your dad's dead, right? Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Excellent. Like, I was thinking about
1: that. I was like, he doesn't have a grave, no. though. Could I mock one up? Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Hold on. Uh, let's think of something. I'm trying not to be too horrendous because um, I. Uh, oh yeah. I will. Um, I will book you a ski weekend with only drunk Germans. <laughs>
0: Oh fuck. <laughs> sure I, I can handle that. That's that'd actually all right. Actually, yeah, that'd, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be alright. Right. That <laughs> Please don't make that empty. Fill that thread. Fill I'm the thread up. <laughs> I will not delete the nude photos of your kid on my phone. Wait, no, which one's better for me? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, sorry. <laughs> Fuck the government. I, I don't have them. Blur those, Cole. Blur them. Nude. Blur. <laughs> I
1: will tell His Cole not 19. to blur. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell Cole not to blur that.
0: That's my anti-threat because I'm definitely going to pass
1: it. No, I will bake you a cake that is majoritively sawdust and Tylenol.
0: Fuck yes. Yeah, right? I'm going to prison.
1: Sawdust and Tylenol. I'm
0: going to prison. Well, thanks for joining us in episode. <laughs> <of> empty threats. <laughs> if any those of you are, are still unique. left ones, I that I was like a that fucking. A lot. I like those a lot. I
1: don't know where I came up with so you to furnish. What the fuck uh, is wrong with me? No, I like it. There where did that come feel. from? I give
0: you no time to prep this. That, that feels good. So you to furnish. Normally on this podcast, <laughs> we're doing vibrator races. We're doing empty threats. We have callers call in, and we uh, we tell them uh, give them advice on whatever questions they have. But we don't have any of that today because we're on the road doing a podcast. Yeah, we got books. Yeah, we got, we got we got lots of books that we've never read. Uh, We look distinguished here. Books and a flamingo. Uh, Yeah, and and this here, that too. We brought these from home. These didn't come here. These were uh, a la carte. Well,
1: I actually smuggled this in my anus. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be surprised how many times I say that in a week. (laughs) I'm going to move my flamingo. This looks like a really exciting Miami Vice-themed chess game
0: you know what i mean Mm, yeah (laughs) but
1: it's remedial chess so it's just cactus versus there definitely was a chess game like this in the 80s Uh, had to be light up flamingos it had to exist just jimmy buffett plays every time you put him down (laughs) <laughs> That's how old I am.
0: <laughs> you know, I'll references they're either dead or dying. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, so uh, if you guys want to join us on the Patreon, we got that going on next. We're going to continue on an extra episode with Simon. Also, we've added uh, the membership on YouTube. Some people don't want Patreon. Fuck Patreon, honestly. YouTube is where it's at. You can just click the membership there, and you get the extra episode. Me and Simon are going to keep on talking. I'll see you over there. Thanks for coming to Bottom of the Barrel, and come back next week to see me and uh, the taller, handsomer, hairier, Chris... Ramsey. See you guys over there. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to tell three friends about Bob. Thanks. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. Where we always feel so tall. Bottom of the barrel.